The Pelicans' pride might be hurting after losing to the league-worst Orlando Magic, but does this game really hurt their playing tournament chances? Plus, Brandon Ingram's out for at least a week with a hamstring strain. We're going to take a look at that and more in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, disappointing loss for the New Orleans Pelicans to the Orlando Magic, 108-102. League worst. But this actually, look, there's no moral victories in this one. We're going to get into this game in the second segment because there's some things you really need to change about this team. We're going to talk about over the second and third segments. We're going to leave this first one off with Brandon Ingram. There's no moral victories in this, but kind of at the end of the night, it's not like the end of the world, despite it really feeling like it is losing to the league worst team. The Magic are bad, ladies and gentlemen. Shouldn't be losing to that no matter what. There's like no excuses for this one. I got the red on behind me, kind of a little bit of anger radiating off of me. And then you see the Lakers and the Rockets losing. Okay. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first to listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team here Monday through Friday. No paywall or anything like that. Completely free. Just Pelicans talk. And it's, again, an interesting time to be a Pelicans fan right now. So before this game, and whew, was there some weird stuff going on in this one, right? Entergy, the power outage. My office is on Poydras, basically across from the Superdome. I was in my office for like 20 whole minutes today before the power went out. And it wasn't sure if that was going to come back on. And it seemed like until about an hour and a half, two hours before the game, they finally got all the power to the Smoothie King Center. A weird day, right? A bird flying into Entergy stuff. Knocks it out for a chunk of the city, including like the Central Business District. Fun stuff. Um, and then a little bit before tip-off, we get a Brandon Ingram injury update. He was ruled out early on, so you had to kind of figure something was coming. I think our normal assumption was they kind of punted the game against the Memphis Grizzlies, and boy, did they ever, in hopes that you get him back for the second night of a back-to-back against a winnable team. When you punt games, you usually do it against the team that's good, knowing that you've got to at least not lose to the Orlando Magic. So the medical update came from the Pelicans, and I'm going to read it right here. It's short. It's like one sentence. New Orleans Pelicans forward Brandon Ingram underwent an MRI today, which revealed a mild strain of his right hamstring. He will be reevaluated in seven to 10 days. That's not great. We know the record without him, right? We, we know this. It is now two and 14 without Brandon Ingram this season. Having that extra go-to score is massively important along CJ McCollum. The guys out there really need him. They really need that shot creation, that focus on on them so that it opens up other guys. Tony Snell is an amazing example of this. Tony Snell did nothing in this game. He started 31 minutes, 0 for 4 from the field. One rebound, two steals, one turnover, one foul. That's it. He didn't score a point. You need a guy like Brandon Ingram. We saw this team struggle, right, when it was just Brandon Ingram out there without C.J. McCollum. So you definitely need... A guy like the, the other one out there. And when you don't have that, you're going to struggle and you're going to lose some games. And you saw it against the Orlando Magic. 
There's no excuse for it. You're still a more talented team, but clearly you're starting to see some of the issues with this roster, and one of that being depth. Again, Tony Snell's a catch-and-shoot three guy. The game against the Jazz when he was doing some other stuff was Lanyap. Catch and shoot, make your make two threes, three threes per game, and we're good. We don't need anything else from Tony Snell. This was not a guy that was going to be a big contributor. You know, we, we laughed that he had a couple game stretch where he was good, and I made a joke of like, wow, the, the Orlando, or the Orlando Magic, the Portland Trailblazers threw him in that trade for nothing. They were so wrong. They weren't wrong. He just was playing above, punching above his weight for a little bit for a guy that's been a journeyman and been in the league for a really long time. It's useful. It's nice to have a guy that you can trust to make some threes, but he's not a replacement for Brandon Ingram whatsoever. And this was probably a game where, yeah, you needed to kind of mix it up a little bit more. So they're going to be without Brandon Ingram for at least the next week. That's going to cover... The games through uh, Tuesday, I believe, with the um, Phoenix Suns, and they're on the road on Thursday. It's not great, you know. This home stretch was supposed to be really important. Four zero was a very real possibility. Now you're zero and one, and well, the Houston Rockets just beat the Los Angeles Lakers. The Charlotte Hornets actually have incentive to lose to New Orleans more so than anything. And then the Phoenix Suns are still the Phoenix Suns. They just got Devin Booker back. It kind of changes the complexion of this four-game homestand and what it was potentially going to be. Not a great start, but again, there's some talent here. C.J. McCollum can go out and score, but you really need that other guy out there because when he's scoring 30-plus points, the Pels only have one win. And he got his in this one, 32 on the night. That was good. Valanciunas came out strong later, but... No, like it just kind of shows you they need some more depth and bolstering the bench is going to be a big priority for David Griffin this offseason because the starters are there, the core is there. You just need to kind of do the fringe stuff, which actually is the easiest stuff at all and the easiest thing to do in a small market. All right, coming up, let's really dive into this Orlando game a little bit more. There's some things that I really want to talk about. None of them good. None of them good. Oh, so the silver, li- oh, we'll get into it next one. Silver lining for the Pelicans. Despite this game not really being good. Let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Athletic Greens AG1. It's a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I just want something that's going to help me be healthier and do it in a quick period of time. I don't have a ton of time to go through a big supplement routine or anything like that. And Athletic Greens one AG1 makes this super easy. So what is this stuff? With AG1, delicious scoops of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of the things, basically. And it's super easy. I wake up in the morning, I go downstairs to take my dog out, I grab the shaker, of AG1, I take a scoop of the AG1 powder, throw it in there, shake it up, and I just drink it with a little bit of water in there. It is super easy, and that's what I love about this. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one with all of the best stuff. They use some of the best products based, uh, product-based science with constant product iterations and third-party testing, right? A lot of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body's going to actually absorb, and that is AG1. It's a small habit with big benefits and something you can do every single day to take better care of yourself. And look, it was founded 
when their founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Athletics, uh, Athletic Greens, AG1, three bucks a day. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the summer. You don't want your plans wrecked by anything like that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit Athletic athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by betonline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball tournament. It's finally upon us for all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season beyond all of, all of the lines that you're looking for. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today on your laptop or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week. And now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. After every Pels game, you see me post that video to Twitter. It's like a one-minute rundown of like what happened, what I thought the big takeaway was. That gets compiled from all of our hosts and put into this show. So all of the games, all of the hosts take, it's like 10 minutes. It's really short. It's a great way to get all the context you need on everything going on around the league. And of course, you can come here to Locked on Pelicans for all that. 108-102 loss to the Orlando Magic. Okay, let's get a little bit mad because, so there's some silver linings to this, right? Like the, the Rockets beat the Lakers. That's good. The Spurs lost too. So New Orleans doesn't really fall in the standings with this loss. It's just disappointing and it pisses us off. Hence the red. This is a game they shouldn't have lost, right? There's no moral victory in this for the Pelicans of, oh, we fought hard and, you know, it took Nikola Jokic going nuts to to be able to beat us. This is a team you should beat in your sleep. It's a team you should beat in your sleep. I don't care that they don't have Brandon Ingram. I don't care about the record without Brandon Ingram. This was a game that you're favored to win by Vegas by eight and a half points. Eight and a half, right? This wasn't a close one. This was a game you're supposed to win. You have to take care of business against teams that you're supposed to take care of, at least at this point in the season, right? I kind of like when Antonio Daniels was talking on the broadcast, wasn't at the game last night, saying, you know, well, if you're going to be down by double digits, at least do it when there's 36 minutes left. So you have time to catch up. We're not in the first quarter of the season, though, anymore. You're running out of time to catch up and make sure that you are a solid play-in tournament team. And by dropping this game, it sets you back a little bit with that. You'd like to clinch that as soon as possible. It's probably not going to be until one of the final games of the regular season, if at all. This sets you back and is going to only make the rest of your season harder. The remaining, what, 18, 19 games, something along those lines. They're running out of time. All of these games matter. And to come out with that just lackadaisical energy that they had, that's not going to work. The Orlando Magic and I was on Jordy Collada's show talking about this, are filled with young guys that want to prove they belong in the NBA. They're going to come out and they're going to play hard. And they did. And they outworked New Orleans. After the lackluster display we saw against the Memphis Grizzlies, there was no reason to come out flat like that. None. 
I don't know if they thought they could just sleepwalk through this game and get the win, but we've been here before. How many times do we say things like that? In multiple seasons, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can still scoreboard watch standings watch and you're like, all right, it's not the end of the world, but it's not good. This was not good. You had chance a chance to really start to put some separation there, to improve even more so by just beating a bad team. And you don't do that. Willie Green's got to get these guys up and ready to play, right? You need a better game plan at times. Why didn't they go more through Jonas Valanciunas, who really struggled? He wasn't aggressive for the first half. He finished with a good game. Finished with 30 points on the night, right? 30 points, 15 rebounds, along with two steals, two, three assists, and two blocks. And he was a perfect 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Where was that in the first half when he didn't bring it whatsoever? You do that, how does this game change? Probably big time. Valanciunas was 2 of 10 in the first half for four total points. Did grab 11 rebounds, though. Consistency. Come out and just be the better team. And when he decided he wanted to be, they had no answer for him. They had no answer for him. 26 points in the second half. This was a game that was very, very winnable. But some rotation decisions, right? Does Tony Snell need to be playing 31 minutes in this? Probably not. Trey Murphy wasn't much better, but you at least saw him and you saw the rotation kind of get touched on early. But you can't do some of this. Again, part of it is roster limitation, right? Devontae Graham's not going to ever be a good defender. So when he's not making his shots and he was 3 of 11 in this one, they're going to struggle. So some of it like that you're willing to excuse a little bit. But overall, the Orlando Magic, they have 50 losses going into this game. 50. They were the worst record in the NBA. 16 and 50. They didn't even play their starters in the fourth quarter trying to lose this game, it seemed like, right? And New Orleans couldn't take advantage of that. It's disappointing. Again, you didn't really fall in the standings. That's okay. But it's not what you wanted, and this hurts you and just kind of makes your life harder. That that stuff, the effort and all of that, absolutely has to change. You can't afford to do this on Friday against the Charlotte Hornets or Sunday against the Houston Rockets. You will lose. That stuff needs to be eliminated from this team for the remainder of this regular season if they want to get into the playing tournament. Just that's on Willie Green. That's on the players and their mentality. That's not a scheme thing. That is something that you totally can control. Sometimes other teams are going to get hot and make shots, right? Terrence Ross couldn't freaking miss in this game. It felt like for a stretch. You don't control some of that. This is one thing you control, and you absolutely need to own that going forward if you want to be a play-in tournament team. All right, coming up, though, something else they need to fix, and that's on the defensive side of the ball. Please, let's break it all down. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. Look, we're about to get really good weather, which means it's time to get in your car and kind of cruise around. Windows down, feeling good. You want your ride running well. RockAuto.com is going to be the best way to do that. Don't go to a chain store. They're not going to have the parts you need or they're not going to have parts that are really going to fit your car. And you're going to have to pay whatever price they basically demand because you're a captured audience there and they're only going to have one part and they can charge whatever they want for it. You got options. You get them over at RockAuto.com. So save time and money when using RockAuto.com. I work on all of my cars. I need to replace a radiator in a 1976 Corvette. 
I'm going to order it off rockauto.com because it's cheaper than anywhere else. So don't choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. And rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet to refresh your ride. You got a date? They look nice, right? You can do all of that and order those parts over at rockauto.com. So go explore their easy-to-use website, and it really is easy to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, five days a week, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, even after the bad, the losses, right? Let's talk about it. It's on your mind. That's what we're doing here Monday through Friday. No one else coming to you like this. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show as well. Clue them into Locked On Pelicans and leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcast. That helps and keeps this free for you all more than you could possibly know. So if you've ever wanted help, it takes all like 30 seconds to do. So we're talking about the Pelicans 108-102 loss to the Orlando Magic. Again, no moral victories in this. You should have beaten this team. This shouldn't have been this close. You shouldn't have lost. Like it's just flat out. And it's because they started slow. And that is all stuff that they can control. Something though they really need to work on defense. I've been beating this drum all week, right? I've got a lot of people coming in my mentions on Twitter being like, Jake, you've been saying all of this stuff. Right. There was a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on with that four game winning streak. They were giving up a lot of open looks from three because of bad rotations, because of initial dribble penetration or pick and roll struggles, right? Guy gets down and attacks the basket. They have someone rotate over, takes that away, but that means someone in the corner or behind, is out. So they pass it out. So now someone's scrambling to cover the guy on the corner. So they just move the ball to the next guy who's wide open for three. They shoot. And they had been missing. But as things regressed to the mean, right, teams weren't going to just shoot 30% against the Pelicans over that four-game stretch. That means those shots are going to start falling. It means the Pelicans are going to start losing. So yeah, they had the best-ranked defense for four games out of the All-Star break, third since February. It doesn't feel like that was actually where they were. This was a team that seemed like they could start to struggle defensively. And you're really starting to see it come in. So part of it is that, right? The Orlando Magic doubled New Orleans up on three-point makes, 14-7. to seven. Shot 38% from three. It's a pretty decent number. It's not elite. But I mean, it's kind of elite. But it's a good number, right? You've got to get better rotations. Tony Snell's too slow for that. He's not going to do that. You need to start to figure out lineups that really can kind of play on the defensive side of the ball a whole lot more. The other problem that they're giving up when it comes to the defensive side of the ball right now is backdoor cuts. There's zero court awareness. You know, whenever you've played sports, head on a swivel, right? You got to know what's going on around you, court awareness. There's none of that. And Devontae Graham has been really egregious with this. Again, for the most part, he, he tries on defense. He's, he's undersized. He's just not a good defender with the tools. But he tries, and I respect the hell out of that, even if you don't end up being good. I like guys who actually just want to go out there and do some of this. He's got no idea what's going on right now. I cannot tell you how many of the guys he was defending just cut back door because he was ball watching or something along those lines. They got a layup and an easy score. If you go back and rewatch some of this, and you can look at all of these made shots, by the way, over at NBA.com slash stats. You can watch every made shot from this game. Go look at the Orlando Magic and their... Uh, makes in this one 
It's just cutter after cutter getting the ball because no one knows where these guys are coming from because no one's paying attention. 25 assists on the night for Orlando. That's a pretty big indictment on the Pelicans and their defense. This is not a good team. This is not a good team. I, I cannot stress that enough. And they went out and they just smacked New Orleans. That's, that's not great. It's more assists than they averaged. They averaged, uh, averaged 23. But um, it's only two more. It doesn't look that bad. But cutter after cutter after cutter. Then you had Terrence Ross just kind of go off for a little bit off the bench, scoring 14 points there. You know, no one was really able to step up on that side of the ball, and no one else was able to step up on offense. You had CJ with 32, Valanciunas with 30, Herb Jones with 15. No one else got to more than seven. It's not going to do it. You're not going to win very, very many games when that is the case. You know, things are a little bit tougher without Brandon Ingram. If they were playing, say, you know, Memphis Grizzlies, like they did the other night, or even the Denver Nuggets, I wouldn't be too upset about this one. But some of these guys here on the Magic, got to be better than that. Herb Jones is hitting a bit of a rookie wall, too, I think, when it comes to defense. So that's hurting them there. But look, know where God, you're, 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 the guy that you're guarding is. Don't, don't lose him. Sometimes it's really as simple as that. And the Pelicans are struggling with that right now. Again, these are things that are fixable. They actually were okay on the defensive glass for the most part in this one. In stark contrast to the game the other night against the Memphis Grizzlies. Some of this stuff is fixable. Your energy, effort, stuff like that, you control. Your mentality, you control that. Court awareness, you control that one. Maybe less so on the rotations and things like that. But you're starting to see why, you know, this team is a playing tournament team. You know, you had Zion in and he wasn't on the bench in this one for whatever reason, but he'll be there on Friday, they said. He'll be around the team starting on Thursday. Maybe that gives him a boost in some capacity, but control the things that you can control. Because if you don't, you're going to lose games. But luckily, the other teams around you right now are bad. So it's not the end of the world. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked on NBA. Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm there every Wednesday. It's our national show. It is so much fun to do. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And we'll be back with you all tomorrow.